as parents, we all want what's best for our kids, obviously. And sometimes with the best of intentions, we can try to control their sweet little lives in the spirit of wanting the whole world and more for them, right? We just, there's nothing we want more as parents. We want to just sometimes hand it to them on a silver platter because we just want them to be happy and fulfilled and healthy and all of those wonderful things, how we want to see our kids thriving. But I think parents who also run businesses can maybe, just maybe, be even a bit more guilty of this, okay? So maybe if you have a tight grip on the wheel, because I get it, so much is at stake, we don't want to mess this up, we maybe have to loosen that grip just a bit. There's so much pressure on kids today. Getting great grades across the board, you know, being in high-level sports and making varsity or bullying or the digital world or all these different things that they're facing, it can turn us into well-intentioned micromanagers for our kids. But today I want to present an idea that's going to flip the script, and I hope it's going to free you of this pressure we put on ourselves because controlling and dictating our children's path is not only not helping them, but it's actually robbing them of the lessons through failures and mistakes that they need to shape them into who they're actually called to be. So let's raise them upright. You're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. And this episode is dedicated to raising luminaries. If you listen to this show, you already know that it's not about you anymore. As a leader, a real luminary, you're here to deeply impact others. I feel it too. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, a business leadership strategist and mom who's passionate about raising up that next generation of leaders. Looking at my three kiddos, I realized that I wanted to do entrepreneurship differently for them. Society is failing the next generation, and once a week on this show, we're doing something to change that. Whether you're a parent with your own little luminary or you want to heed the call of impacting those trailing you, this short but sweet episode will give you guidance and inspiration you can bring around your dinner table or into your community. You want to create your legacy? Here's where you start. Let's raise them upright. In episode 11 of Raising Luminaries, we talked about cultivating independence, and this kind of goes along with that, but it takes it to a whole new level. We've had a lot of conversations within our team of, you know, us raising our own little luminaries. That's a big driver behind creating this branch of the Luminary Leadership Company is that my whole team, we're all raising kids of our own and we're all in this entrepreneurial space through the company that we look at a lot of the struggles we have or what our clients face or our mastermind members face and we want to figure out, okay, how can we solve these problems and how can we bring light to these struggles to help people come out the other side better and most importantly, help their kids come out the other side better. And one of my amazing team members shared something with me that really sparked this concept and I want to share it with you because I think it might resonate. So during the lovely pandemic, one of my team members, she chose to homeschool her kids because virtual school is a friggin' joke and wasn't working and so on and so forth. You guys get it. And with the best of intentions, she decided that because math was something her daughter was struggling with, they were going to buckle down and double the curriculum. Like math was the focal point. She was bound and determined to build her child up and leave that year, you know, coming out This kid was going to be a math whiz, right? And instead, they spent the first half 
struggling, fighting, in total tears, both the parent and the child, and they were frustrated. And she was telling me that when she released control over micromanaging this specific aspect and instead started focusing her attention on her daughter's interests, there was just automatically so much more growth and learning that started to happen. They took her daughter's interests in learning new skills to specifically what she wanted to do was make her art digital and apply it to other areas like organizing a fundraiser by selling a product with her artwork on it, deciding what she was going to make and who would want to buy it and pricing it out. Hello, math lessons and how she wanted to donate and give back and write social media copy to promote her work and so on. She noticed this spark of interest in her daughter and it allowed the two of them to connect and apply learning opportunities in a different way that proved so much more successful. I remember growing up as a kid and I had friends who would get almost straight A's and they get like a B or a C in something. And the parents would focus on that C instead of acknowledging where are her gifts? Where are his gifts? And how can we cultivate those gifts? No, instead we're trained specifically through the school system and society to look at that one little thing that isn't going quite right and just double down on it. And the funny thing is, in the case of the woman that this story is about, the person on my team, ultimately math ended up coming more easily to her daughter because she was doing it through a channel that she was passionate about. She was learning how to price products. I mean, what kid that age, that young is doing that, but she had double the skills because now she's tapping into all these other things and she's indirectly learning math and not noticing, which every kid prefers to not notice that they're learning. So this worked in both of their favors. And maybe you have a similar story. So what should we be doing instead? So this is what I think. Let's discover who our children are instead of trying to mold them into what we think is best or who we think they should be. Because a lot of times when we're doing that, it's based on what was placed on us as kids that we're passing down generationally instead of breaking free of. This idea of discovery love, it's discussed in a book called Live Love Now, Relieve the Pressure and Find Real Connection with Our Kids. And it's by a woman named Rachel Macy Stafford. And I want to read a daily intention she wrote for herself in case it may help you too. So discovery, love, daily intention. To be less focused on the marks you earn so I can see the whole of your being. To be less fixed on the letter grades so that I can see the emerging lines of your story. To be less set on my expectations so I can see the magnitude of your possibilities. Your achievements are only a sliver of who you are. If I focus solely on the sliver, I miss the highlights. I miss the big picture. I miss the tiny lines of poetry you've marked in yellow. I miss the joyful lines around your eyes when you laugh. As I love you with discovery of who you are, I will discover love for myself that doesn't come with conditions. Let's breathe easier today, my child. No longer will we limit our worth, our light, our voice, our purpose by outcome. I get emotional reading that, not just thinking about my own kids, but just to sidetrack for a second, 
as entrepreneurs, how often do we do that to ourselves? Our achievements are only a sliver of who we are. And when I solely focus on the sliver, I miss the highlights. I miss the big picture. I miss the tiny lines of poetry we've marked in yellow. I miss the joyful lines around our eyes when we laugh, right? So much of what we bring to our kids is what we embody for ourselves. So we can't even read this intention and think of it for our children if we're not willing to give ourselves that gift too. So how as entrepreneurial parents can we help guide our kids? I'll tell you, I definitely do not have all the answers, never claim to in this department, but one idea is to focus on their gifts and the things they are showing us as signs and hints at the future luminary that they're meant to be in this world and then supporting hard work and dedication in those things over achievement and success that defined by people that really don't matter in the grand scheme of our children's lives. So instead of focusing on strengthening what we see as inadequacies or things that are less than, let's instead put our attention and our focus on fostering growth in their gifts and their passions. This is hard to do, right? Because schooling and society will say, yeah, but your kid's not going on to the next grade if they're failing these other things. So it's not that we're dropping the standard across the board or accepting average, but it's where is our attention and energy going? We can find ways to bump up Let's say if we're talking grades, lower grades to get them to a place where they're not, they're not being lazy, right? We don't want to promote those things, but our energy and our focus sure as heck should go into the most important things. Think about all these people that we admire for their massive successes or breakthroughs or inventions or wins that have revolutionized the world or people who are incredibly gifted at their craft, whether it be in sports or music or anything, writing. Do you think they were focused on trying to get straight A's across the board and all the things? Or do you think that they focused on where they were gifted and ran with that? As entrepreneurs, we know that we can build a team to support where we may be lacking But those things that are uniquely ours and truly what we're meant to do, those are the things that matter. And we should be looking out for, supporting, acknowledging, and celebrating them. So why aren't we doing that for our kids? What sparks do you see in your own children? Are you noticing them? Are you fostering them and cultivating them? Sometimes these sparks are small and they can be missed if we're not paying attention. And it's why I created an interest log for each of my kids so that I would have a place to document these little passions that can be hints at their purpose. Seeing all my notes in one place, it's really helped me direct how I support each of my kids differently and helps me tune in. I mean, there are days where I can't remember their names and I call them by each other's names. So Lord knows I'm going to need some help remembering their interests. So if this is something that you'd be interested in, you are in luck. You can download my free guide at luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash spark to have a place to document your child's sparks and passions. And I also include ideas and guidance to help design and discover this unique trajectory for them based on those passions and sparks. So I know this is going to help you take one step closer to raising the little luminary in your own home with a little more grace and ease. But I also encourage you, do this for yourself. Give yourself this gift, right? We're still breaking into becoming luminaries ourselves. So as we raise up our own, let's make sure we're doing it for for ourselves too. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. 
And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. We pick a luminary each week from our social posts. So if you want to be entered into our luminary of the week drawing, then comment, save, and share the Instagram post from this episode. We want to lead and spoil you. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.